Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness, the show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth. This is Eden. and Kim. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so Kim's preparing for uh, doing a little bit of a card reading, but wanted to first just acknowledge that we are now aligned with a campaign called Imperfectly Perfect, and they promote and spread awareness on, um, and we're going to be doing that on our show as well, and through social media and mental health awareness, uh, about how mental health w- awareness, shifting your consciousness, living your truth, loving who you are, and to change the face of mental health globally. Yes, we're honored to work with them. Imperfectly yes. Perfect campaign. So we thought it would be fun every once in a while. Eden does a channeling or I do a card reading. So I thought that we would start with doing, I'll do a card reading for Eden, a card reading for our special guest before we even introduce her. So it'll be mysterious and um, a card reading for the audience. So just three. Um, So I have a deck of cards that are energy cards, energy oracle cards. So that usually implies divine guidance and healing messages and they're oracle cards, not tarot cards. So I am clearing the energy of the cards and my intention is on a reading for Eden. I'm very specific because I don't want it to be a message for anyone else. And Eden is going to receive this reading. Okay, here, Eden, is your message. Okay, so she got, ooh, I think you're going to like this one. <laughs> so you got door to value, and it shows a door with money flying everywhere. Oh, yeah. Nice. Wow. I love that. Cool. And it's, Good. And Why wasn't that my card? It says new beginnings. I'm not sharing. Sorry. Dang it. You're going to be excited. It says new beginnings in finance or career. Expansions where work and money are concerned. A new unexpected opportunity. Keep your eyes open for a new beginning to begin in your life. Anything you value may be open to you now remain conscious and creative your life is opening to endless possibilities of prosperity wow wow nice. well Amazing. i hope it's for me too since we do a lot together just kidding uh, <laughs> no <but> not <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll see how much i get okay ah. Wrong. Good. we'll see we'll see if she shares no i, I sound Fair so play. greedy Fair play. okay Fair play. so now i'm going to read one for our special guest <laughs> thank you kim yeah well that was a good one um and sometimes i get ones that are like warnings or um, what to be careful of so that was good that you got positive yeah okay so i'm getting one for our guest and i'm feeling this one oh that's so crazy okay well she got the card that we pulled for the audience last episode with jackie van campen about patience and being able to let go and let things flow more mm. and so um we'll see if this resonates with her and so it says peaceful presence let let go of desperation or trying to be in control um let go and be flexible patient open and creative the universe has more options than you may ever know quiet your mind and let those options come true don't have a single-minded desperation driving you or force something instead be open to different things that are going to come in so 
we'll see what she thinks about that. You can comment. <laughs> Is well, it making sense? I mean, it's just too We haven't crazy. introduced you yet, That's though. okay. Okay, can comment, and we're right. deciding who she might be. Oh. <laughs> oh, if you only knew. Um, yeah, that, that definitely applies. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was our, that's interesting, because that was kind of our topic last episode, episode 22. Um, okay, so now I'm going to do the final card for the let audience. Me, let me just say really fast before you do. Yes. Um, we're going to get into this a little bit more, but um, almost five years ago, I went into recovery. Uh-huh. And the band that got me through the first probably six months of recovery was Guns N' Roses. Oh. And obviously Patience. Patience oh, was wow. a big one of those, One of you know, that was a huge song for okay, okay. my so favorite Guns N' Roses is, is November Rain. Uh-huh. But Patience was very... Okay. It's been it's been a message to me for a very very so long time. So it's really time. extra powerful. Yeah. Oh wow! I walked down the aisle too. So when they introduced on my wedding, when they yeah. introduced us, um, yeah. my husband scooped me up and held me up in the air, and we walked to Welcome to the Jungle. Yes, I love it. <laughs> so well, if that, you if you see my husband, you'd understand. Well, well, at <laughs> four o'clock in the morning, I'd have to drive to Santa Barbara to go to work, and I was not feeling well. If you if you've ever tried to get off prescription medication and. I would put on Welcome to the Jungle at 4 o'clock in the morning and drive from Camarillo to Santa Barbara. My neighbors, I'm pretty sure, hated me from the day I moved in because, uh-huh. I mean, they... <laughs> You're one of those na- noisy neighbors. Wild so. rocker yeah. chicks. Well, okay. you got to do what you got to do. Um, okay, so now this is the, the card for the audience. So if you are listening and you're feeling an energy that this is for you, then this may resonate with you. So the card says man holding a heart. And it says there is a balanced, a more balanced approach to family and love at this time, even if things have been confusing for you. Um, this also for people who are single could signify um, a new love interest for, for men or women. It could be. Um, and it's a high intention to help where personal projects, family or home issues are concerned. Um, and so the biggest message of it is that there's going to be more balance around anything that was confusing related to love, emotions or family. So hopefully Beautiful. that helps some people. Yeah. So I am going to now introduce our guest that you heard mm-hmm. speaking. <laughs> um, so we have here Amanda, uh, Amanda Christine, and she's an internationally published plus size cover model and body positive advocate that believes in the power of positive thinking and positive mindset. She's a graduate of Pepperdine University and has a degree in liberal arts with an emphasis in education. Um, she passed the CBEST and all financial planning courses to sit for the CFP exam through UCSB and UCLA extension programs and she's a big social media influencer um, she's the creator of the love you journey sobriety is sensational and currently teaches the opposite game which is taking a negative thought and turning it into a positive I love that um, as an in- attempt to redesign her life she committed to a four-month outpatient recovery program and in 2014 and is now almost five years sober and um, she learned meditation yoga life skills positive mindset she currently volunteers weekly at the Santa Barbara Humane Society using her large Instagram following to help get cats and dogs adopted. I love that. Um, she loves music, movies, fashion, jewelry, gemstones, flowers, makeup, and anything vintage. So we're excited to have Amanda Christine here. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. This is amazing. You're, yes. You're a busy lady, so thank you for I showing am. up. I am a busy lady. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah. So we would love to know more about, I know you, you mentioned that you're a big mental health awareness advocate as well. Yes. And so we would love to know more about your story and what brought you to that. Okay. Um, I, 
I was, so I, I'm just going to start at the beginning. I had an eating disorder very, very young from about 12 to 17. And when I was in high school, I had a Me Too event that happened with somebody that I trusted. Mm. And that kind of catapulted me into not wanting to feel and not wanting to, mm, it was almost like part of me stopped maturing at that point. Mm. And I started using alcohol and I actually started smoking, but, but I really was using it to numb mm-hmm. my feelings. I wasn't, it was a very traumatic time, very traumatic event or events that occurred. And so that kind of sent me down the road. You know, I kind of got over the eating disorder, if you will, but then transi- transitioned, which often happens mm-hmm. um, from one, sort of one addiction to another mm-hmm. into, the, into alcohol. And then later down the road, um, prescription medication. So I was really kind of checking out. And I was in finance, so I was, you know, I was a pretty high-functioning addict, if you will, but a workaholic, which is kind of another addiction. Um, but it was very apparent to me, um, I, I, you, you say it in my bio that I passed the courses to sit for the CFP exam. Well, I tried to pass that exam three times, and I failed all three times. Mm-hmm. And the third time that I failed, I decided to commit suicide. Mm. Wow. And so, because when I looked at my life, I was kind of in an unhealthy marriage. Um, I couldn't get promoted in my job unless I passed that exam, which now I had to wait a certain period of time to retake it. Mm -hmm. I'd already failed three times. It was kind of like I felt like my career was over. And um, I had this addiction that I couldn't get get out of. Mm -hmm. So... I know there are withdrawal symptoms with alcohol, but for me, the withdrawal symptoms for with prescription medication, ten times worse mm. for mm. me personally. Mm-hmm. And so, I just decided that was it, and uh, I I kind of wrote down in this journal a couple of letters that signified things that mattered to me on that one night to try to remind myself why to stay alive, why I should stay alive. And, wow. I, and I wrote them out, and I have the journal. It's kind of interesting. It's hard for me to look at, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went out and, and did everything in my power to not survive the night. And I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning at a, at a bus stop bench, um, and I could barely walk, and I was barely conscious and could barely dial the numbers to have my now ex-husband come pick me up. Mm. And... So I realized, so, so the next morning I wake up and I go to that journal and um, I looked at a few of the names that were kind of on that list and I decided, you know, my nephew, who was about eight, I think at the time, um, he was my pride and joy that, you know, he just, uh, we'd always been very close and it, somehow looking at that, his letter, the letter, the letter N, projected this image into my mind that if I had chosen or if, if I hadn't survived the night before, he would have had to have walked up to my coffin mm-hmm. and seen me in there mm-hmm. and known that I purposefully mm-hmm. decided to leave him and, and gave up on life. And something inside me decided that that wasn't Aww, acceptable. Like he was like, your like, why? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It makes me cry. <laughs> I know. And so um, he was my sort of reality of my why I had to stay on the planet. So in order to stay on the planet, I basically redesigned my entire life. Mm -hmm. Um, I quit my job. I moved out of the house, three-bedroom, three-bathroom house in Santa Barbara that we had just purchased. Um, Left my beloved animal, my little cat. Um, I moved in with my mom in Camarillo, and I went into a four-month recovery program. Mm -hmm. And the greatest part about this recovery program 
And obviously you have to find the one that's right for you and find the one that's right um, that your doctor recommends, et cetera, et cetera. But for me, this place was amazing because it wasn't just about addiction. Mm -hmm. There were people there for depression, for anxiety, for eating disorders. There was all different, um, you know, there were were lots of different reasons that people were there. But they didn't just talk about, okay, you have to stop using. Right. Because I needed more than that. I needed more than somebody to just say, you need to be sober. Mm -hmm. I needed life skills. I needed to learn how to set boundaries. Mm -hmm. I needed to learn how to just say no without, you don't have to say no, and and I don't feel like, you know, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, because that was me. I'm a people pleaser. So I was always, it was always a no, but, Mm -hmm. you know, no, it's just no. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just no. And we went through training and I had to like do this over and over where it was no enough said yeah and walk away <laughs> powerful yeah right um and 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 this so and they taught yoga and meditation and and i found uh, mike dooley i think this is how you pronounce mm-hmm. his last name and he talks about uh thoughts thoughts become things yes. pick the good ones right so I just decided during this recovery process, I mean, I gave up everything. Mm-hmm. I was focused only on sobriety, and and I spent a good year redesigning my life and redesigning mm-hmm. myself and falling in love with myself for the first time. Hmm. Wow. In the... Um um, why can I think of the word when you went to get help? Yeah. <laughs> I was just wondering if I have two questions. Okay. Um, because we're so much about mental health and, um, helping people to find the right resources. Yeah. And we don't think there's enough out there. Right. There aren't for sure. Yeah. So the first thing is when you said the doctor, um, needed to prescribe it or, or yeah. recommend refer you. Right. So was that because your insurance covered that? Oh, I just meant, um, I'm very careful not to say my way is the only way. Right. Okay. Or my way is the recommended way. Right. Any way you, anywhere you can find recovery or mm-hmm. you can find a doctor that's helping you with your mental health, I'm all for it. Okay. Yeah. But I don't want to be responsible and say this is the only place you can okay. go. Okay. Or this is the one, you yeah. know, this just happened to be the best one for, for you. me. And okay. I just got really lucky. Yeah. It is doctor run. There are two doctors that run it. Um, I did go on, I was very hesitant because I had just gotten off medication, mm-hmm. right? The wrong medication. Yeah. I was very, very hesitant to go on any type of antidepressant or I just wanted to be, I mean, I went off everything. Like I went a little cray cray. Mm -hmm. I was like, no Splenda. No, (laughs) I didn't, I had drank. I I quit diet Coke. I mean, I mean, I liked anything I could think of that might have an effect on my behavior went out the door. Yeah. And, and I just really sort of, now that's come back into balance and I, you know, I'll have a regular Coke on occasion and I love caffeine. So it's not like, (laughs) but at first it was about everything being, you know, I just really wanted to be clean, if you will. So I was hesitant to go on medication, mental health medication. It's the best thing I ever did for myself. Mm. Best thing I ever did for myself. You could stabilize. I had so much fear. I lived with so much fear and so much depression. I didn't even, and had done it for so long, I didn't even know that was abnormal mm-hmm. yeah. until I got sober and realized, okay, this is, this is overtaking my life. Like this is, I got to get these things under control so I can do what I want to do. Yeah. So did you, in recovery, did you find out or did you heal 
the, the why or, or the, the cause. Underlying issue. Yeah. We had, um, it was four days, uh, four hours a day, four day, four days in a row, group therapy. Um, and we did work. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, we did work, worksheets. After I had a notebook this big of things I had to. Was it inner child work at all? Mm, Regression? But it was, for me, it was everything. I did ever I did it all. Oh, mm-hmm. I put down anything and everything I could possibly think of that might have gotten me to that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I great. didn't want to be on the planet That's anymore. That's amazing. Yeah. There and there were things that came up that I didn't even know were mm-hmm. in there. Buried in, yeah. yeah. I thought, what where's that even coming from? That's not even an issue. Well, it isn't. It issue. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to recognize that it was yeah. an issue. Uh-huh. Um so but yeah, it it uh the luckiest part about the whole thing, and I don't believe that it was luck, I think it was part of the journey, but right before I decided to go into recovery, I was almost 300 pounds at this point, before, right, you know, kind of when this pivotal moment happened where I failed the exam. But right before um, my friend, who's a photographer, she did um, a boudoir photo shoot for me. Mm-hmm. And I, at the height of my weight, decided I wanted to fall in love with myself as I was in that yeah. moment. No yeah. matter what anybody else thought of me, I was sick. I was in withdrawal most, you know, a lot of the time. And I was at the height of my weight, but I, I knew how much I loved being in front of a camera. Mm. And I knew that was somehow going to be part of my way out. Mm. And even though I knew I wasn't at my best... I wanted to do the photo shoot then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in that moment to start something. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people out there, artists that are people that are creative. Maybe they have a whole different career and they don't they don't do the thing that they're passionate about or love yeah. because they don't, don't they don't to. put they don't dare to. Yeah. Cuz in their mind maybe it has to be too big. Mm-hmm. I, my my piece of encouragement is just tr- start. Just try. Just start a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. one hour a month, if that's yeah. what it has to start at, you know, but do it, give it a shot. Exactly. Write, paint, poetry, mm-hmm. whatever it is, sing mm-hmm. for just give it a chance. So your, your boudoir shoot was yeah. the start of all of your, like, because so you started. have so many people that go to you for like loving yourself they, and, they do. you know, loving yourself yeah. at any size. Yeah, and it really, it really, once I realized it was more about my light than it was about what I actually looked like physically. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we, you were talking about the imperfectly perfect. I, I have a, when I do my inspirational speaking, I talk about my imperfectly perfect face. Mm-hmm. I have a broken nose. Mm-hmm. I have crooked teeth. I, I don't have the model jawline. I've got like like a, this neck thing going on. And, <laughs> and I, she's gorgeous. You thank guys. you, thank you. I love myself so. So that's not. But but this is the reality of what I was working with when I decided to do this. You yeah. know, and I and I tell people I I just believed the world was ready for my imperfectly perfect face. I love wow. it. Imperfectly right? perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. Right. And we were going to ask you that. We were going to say, what does imperfectly perfect mean to you? You're already yeah. answering. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, for me, I, I, you know, if I look in the mirror and I think, oh, I can't model because I have this or I, you know, I, I play the opposite game with myself, which we talked about. I, I created for myself the opposite game. 
I literally look in the mirror and I think, okay, Cindy Crawford, who was the model of my day, mm-hmm. supermodel of my day, um, modeled with this with a beautiful mole on her face, even when yeah. everybody told her to get it removed. She became one of the most, you know, and I'm no Cindy Crawford. Let's let's just put that out there. But but she became one of the most famous models mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, and she known, went against known for the mole. and known for the yeah. thing that they wanted her to remove. Yeah, right. So I would look in the mirror and I'd say, okay, Amanda, if Cindy Crawford can model with that beautiful mole on her face, when everybody told her to get it removed, you are t- a talented model and you can get out there and model with your imperfectly perfect face. Wow. Beautiful. So how did you start modeling? That boudoir photo shoot. Well, I had modeled as a kid and I knew I loved being in front of camera. Um, even though I was a li- like, I didn't have a lot of self-confidence when I was growing up. I was very uh, insecure about my body. But man, you put me in front of a camera and I was like, oh, this is amazing. Mm. Um, Kind of like, it wasn't almost real. Like I would look in a mirror, I had dysmorphia a little bit. I'd look in the mirror and I'd be like, ugh. But I didn't have to look in the mirror. I could just sort of be in the camera. In the camera. Mm -hmm. It's like freeing. It was very freeing for me. And I was kind of a ham. I didn't even know it. The first photographer that did my first big photo shoot was like, why didn't you tell me she was such a ham? Like, you know, because yeah. he wouldn't necessarily have known that about me. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if he hadn't seen me actually in action. Do you recommend, because it makes me think of, it's interesting, it makes me think of a client of mine, and she had never had a photo shoot. And so we were working on confidence. Oh. So I arranged for a photo yep. shoot with her, and we, I said, what qualities of you do you feel you never let out? And she had certain things. She goes, people don't see me as smart or savvy. So she had that oh, and like witty and different that. things. So when she was doing the shoot, I coached her on those things. I'm like, let that out, let out that. And she still says, she uses the photos still, like it's yeah. like five years later, and says that it brought things out oh, of yeah. her. The photo shoot brought stuff out of her that she kept yeah. now yeah. with her. And so it's, yeah, I can see how even if you think you're not comfortable, it could be something really yeah. therapeutic. Absolutely. And I decided, I kind of had this vision at one point that I, that I, that I thought that, um, you know, I, I saw some of the stars that were out there and I was thinking about all of the paparazzi photos. You talk about rejection when, you, you know, they take the absolute worst photo and, and put it on the cover of their crappy magazine, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And, and they admit, you know, we're going to make money doing that. And I thought, what if I took all of the things that society would perceive as a flaw and I put those out there on Instagram as a beauty mark? Mm, I like Then that. no matter who took a picture of me or who decided to post it, it's already out there because I did yeah. it myself. Yeah. Uh, I chose uh, to show you my cellular. You're redefining I it. I chose yeah. to show you my my uh, stretch marks, which I actually call tiger stripes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I chose to show you that I have stretch marks on my, on my chest. I chose to show you that I have chubby arms. Like whatever it was in that day that I was feeling, I was like, that's what we're going to photograph today. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put it out there so that other people know if she can do it, I can do it. Whatever it is. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to even be photography or or your body but if you see somebody else doing something and they're confident in it and they're they're just in their zone i think that that becomes someone contagious yeah i think that people will will give themselves a chance and do things they maybe wouldn't have done otherwise and my biggest thing was i i felt like if i could put myself out there on instagram in a swimsuit that was probably too small or whatever it was, <laughs> that hopefully somebody would look at that and think, if she can do that on Instagram, I can wear one in my backyard. Oh, yeah. Right? Because how many times are you are people out with their kids and they're in shorts and a T-shirt? Or they're, they're not engaging with their child in the water because they don't want to be in a swimsuit in their backyard. Yeah. yeah. Let, let's, you know. There's that actually the one of the worst videos I ever did. I have these... Um, 
goggles on and I do this funny jump in the air and it's terrible. I'm flopping all over the place. But if somebody's then then you see the aftermath of me with Hayden, who's you know, a doll, and we're playing in the pool. Uh-huh. It's magical. Yeah. Wow. wow. Sending a, a very yeah, positive it is, message. It's yeah. right with imperfectly yeah. perfect. Like yeah. Yeah, embrace yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Make yeah. it a make it a just a common known thing that it's fine. Yeah. Ninety percent of women have cellulite. They're beauty marks. Get over it. <laughs> I love wow. that. Do you have your own kids? No. Okay. I didn't no. No. There's something more to that. Yeah. You just <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to have had children. Uh-huh. I um it just wasn't it wasn't in the cards, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, not the right time. I yeah. really when I was in my addiction I felt very strongly that it was inappropriate for me to have children at that point. Mm-hmm. I wasn't taking care of myself well enough to yeah. bring in another life into the world. Yeah. But always really wanted children. Yeah. Well, so adoption's not an option. You never, someday yeah. you never know. Yeah. Or I, you know, I'm not. I'm single, and you never know. I might date somebody that has kids. Or I'm open to lots of different yeah. options. Yeah. I have brothers that are adopted, so you never know. Okay. okay. <laughs> and you have your nephew and my nephew and niece now. But oh, I mean, okay. they're they're older now, but oh, yeah, okay. they're amazing. Well, well, I wanted to to close with them that. It's so amazing that she mentioned Imperfectly Perfect before we told her about it, because <laughs> as a lot of you know, Jeremy Jackson's with that campaign. And Eden Sassoon was talking about being Imperfectly Perfect and even has a tattoo. And then Justin Guarini was talking about how we have to stop trying to be perfect. And now Amanda starts talking about that. So we're, our show is just so serendipitously aligned and, and, and flowing with the Imperfectly Perfect campaign. Yes, right. and because we are all messy humans. Right. Mm, aren't we, I embrace my messiness. <laughs> right. Me too. Um, so, Amanda, can you tell us how we can find you? Absolutely. Um, I am on Instagram's the kind of the best way. It's uh, Amanda Christine with a C underscore love you for the love you journey. Oh. Amanda Christine underscore love you. Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, I definitely shifted, you know, just from from listening and um, and I was thinking about it. You you really helped me. You don't even know. You helped Aww. me have a breakthrough because I've gained some weight from hormones, and I used yeah. to be that type that just would flawlessly be skinny without trying. Okay. But I realized I didn't. I guess I was kidding myself because now I feel just much more like free and not obsessed yeah. with it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, if I if I, I lose weight, it. I lose weight, but I'm not going to be obsessive. Yeah. But I realized that when I was thinner, I would be obsessive about it. Absolutely. Oh, so was I. And it was icky. Like, it was like a force. Yeah. So I do feel much more free now. Absolutely. And I decided I didn't want to spend time and energy on that, on those Mm -hmm. thoughts. It's very, like... That's not what I want to think about. It's low energy. There's so much... There are so many amazing things we could be thinking about and learning. It's not what I want to spend my time thinking about. Yeah. Well, it's nice. So good for you. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Nice you were able to just turn it off when you know it's not a good yes. place for your energy to be no kidding. focused. Beautiful. You could just easily turn it off. Yeah. Not so easy for some people. It takes practice. No. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Thank Hope you. you enjoyed and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. 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 Love you. For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. 
If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.